0: And go
1: Hello, welcome to Tug of War A split format podcast Where every week Me and my friend Charles That's me And my other friend Dom That's me <laughs> Talk about a subject That is near and dear to our heart This week it's wrestling
0: Yay. Um,
1: Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to talk Anyone about the attitude after that well, fun fact about today's episode: Charles loves this podcast more than he does his girlfriend because this is his this is her birthday today, and he's
0: missing it for this. Isn't that right, buddy? Yay! I, I already celebrated her birthday early, Flocken. If you were on Facebook, you would know Ooh. that. Ooh. So that,
1: that's why. So you're if teenagers. anybody wants
0: to have a dig at Flocken, just go <laughs> on Facebook, and he'll never know.
1: Yeah while you tune in, the claws are coming out today. Okay. So, uh, this week we're doing the Attitude Era. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before I go into the match list for, uh, this week's episode. I decide to omit uh, the X7 main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, like, any wrestling fans out there will probably chastise me for this, because it's arguably one of the if not one of the best WrestleManias and a very iconic and great match but I, I think wanted I want to, to... chastise
0: you because that's two wrestlers I've actually heard of
1: yes well the thing was I wanted to save that match so we can watch the full build for it so you'll enjoy it the most so we'll come back to that match
0: is it going to make me hate Dwayne Johnson
1: um In these parts we call him the Rock. Yeah, possibly. He didn't even know his first name back then. Not likely. Yeah, it was a grand old mystery. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll watch that later. I decided because that one, the build is really strong in that as well, and I really wanted to watch the whole thing with Charles. And I reckon we're getting to the point where he will be able to watch a full pay per view soon. <sighs>
0: Do you, Feel that Do you think that's not true? Do you think that's not true? I'm going to have to drink, pre-drink, fine. to get through a full pay-per-view. Mm. I've, if I'm not watching on my own, it'll probably be better, since I watched no, everything I with you this week. It was a lot easier. We'll we'll watch it together. Next time you're down, we'll
1: watch it together. We'll watch a full pay-per-view. We'll set it up. We'll make a day of it. Okay. Make a date of it. <laughs> I said a day of it. I don't put I know out of the should.
0: first date
1: looking. Yeah, okay. Uh, so this week, the iconic match is the Undertaker versus Mankind, uh, the classic Hell in a Cell match at uh, King of the Ring 1998. Uh, the technical match is uh, Chris Jericho versus Triple H, fully loaded 2000, uh, last man standing match. And the gimmick match is TLC. Uh, Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian at uh, WrestleMania X7, and um, also Charles didn't watch it, but me and Dom watched uh, the wedding of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, and we might have a little talk about that as well.
0: They actually wouldn't let me watch it because they said I would tear it apart, and it's not fair. No,
1: Dom said that I encouraged you to watch it, but you said you didn't want to watch more stuff. So here <laughs> we are. Okay, so um, play that that little music so people can go off and watch it, Charles. What's the little music this time? It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> the stop, magic Tom. of editing. <laughs> you don't edit these. No. No matter how <laughs> racist someone is. <laughs> <Slut>. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so let's talk about the first match, the iconic match, Undertaker versus Mankind, King of the Ring.
0: Did you like it, Charles? Was this a good match? This was crazy. This match, like, we watched it a while ago, but this was crazy. Like, this, compared to the other ones, the other ones are a fair bit tamer than that, this was the first one that actually made me sit down and say, like, holy shit, like, oh, fucking oh, hell. Oh, oh, shit.
1: So yeah. Do you do you wanna go on your notes, Charles? you
0: Um I don't have much because I kinda I kinda started it and then yeah, I kind of stopped taking notes because I was like, this is pretty full on. But if anybody's got something that actually covers the covers the what happened in the fight, that's probably better to go over that first. What about you Dom? You got anything uh, to say?
2: I have a little fun fact about this match. Um the reason the reason why they started on top of the Hell in a Cell was because mankind knew he wouldn't have the energy if he had to climb up there like halfway during the match. He knew he wouldn't be able to do it. So he started on top to solve that problem.
0: <laughs> Practical. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Practical solutions. Yeah, so this this was I picked this one for the iconic match. I was originally going to do it for the gimmick because it's a Hell in a Cell match. I think it's the second Hell in a Cell match. Um, The first one was Undertaker versus uh, Shawn Michaels, except um, I was reading up on it and people were saying that really that fall is probably the most iconic, if not one of the most recognisable, just video bites or just images when you think of wrestling so i thought no i'll show another gimmick match and uh do that as the iconic one so did did you think it was iconic too? did any of you think it was pretty iconic
0: probably not the best person to ask if it's iconic but it was uh as did far you feel as like matches when it was pretty special I don't know if special's the right word. Like, in a sense, special could be used to describe it, but... Yeah. Probably not Use special as the right word, but it was... Probably a... not special. It was a match. Lifetime. It was a match. I think you'd never say that again, is what I'm saying. Probably probably not. Hmm. The thing is, um... If
2: if if any <laughs> a Cells were mentioned after that, it was always a clip of that. It's so, like this is what Hell in a Cell could do to you. And it's just that clip of mankind just off the top through the table every time.
0: I will say, like, that's an accurate description. I say Hell in a Cell, and what happened in this match, I think, is an accurate description of Hell in a Cell. Like, it's... Yeah. It's pretty... It's, just, it's pretty hardcore, I thought.
1: Yeah, the... As I said, I don't think if you remember there was actually a malfunction midway through the match where he's on the top of the cell and he chug slams him and he goes through into the through the cell into the ring. You remember what that Ben? That was yes. that was by accident. That wasn't meant to happen. And that's no. where Undertaker actually thought he killed mankind was on that one. And Mankind later said that he, if he had taken that chokeslam how he was supposed to, he probably would have died. So, yeah.
2: I did notice at the start when they were, like, um, walking around the top of it, some of it was, like, given way, like, from the from the bars and stuff. You, they'd, like, taken steps, and then all of a sudden it just sort of, like, drops a bit because it's unhinged. You think it's shit.
1: Yeah, apparently, yeah, the sagging, apparently that was designed. It was designed to sag real low when I he a... slammed it, but he went through it. <sighs> but they didn't turn up enough, but yeah. So there's uh, that, and all the injuries as well that came out of this one. Hmm. What do you think of that iconic shot of him smiling with the tooth in his nose?
2: It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: You got any more notes, Tom? Uh, yeah. Um, Jim Jim Ross, just with without his commentary, this match wouldn't have be been as, as good as it was. Because, like, what you said, he just puts him through. Jim Ross is just yelling into the microphone. He's like, oh, "Back God! By God, he done broke him in half! Oh, he's dead!
1: <laughs> like
2: that. That just that puts it up on that next level. He brings that realness.
0: Mm-hmm. It was really, really good commentary. And, um, yeah. yeah. I think Jim Russ seen it and he fucking jumped for it. <laughs> yes, we've got this motherfucker now.
1: Uh, yeah, so all the injuries in this, um, Mankind, McFoley suffered a dislocated shoulder, a dislocated jaw. Uh, and they say, I don't know how accurate this is, this tooth got knocked out and went through his sinuses into his nose. It didn't go from his mouth to his nose. It went through his sinuses, it went the long way. And he also got a concussion.
0: Keep the scenic route.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, also Undertaker was wrestling with a broken foot that night, apparently as well. Pre, pre-match broken foot. <laughs> So, yeah, what did you think of this match, Charles? Did this match make you a fan?
0: Well, let's go through my notes, because this is going to kind of track my reactions for this match. So, Mankind vs. Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, King of the Ring, 1998. So I've heard of both of these matches. Kind of started with the build. Mankind is having a great monologue. Uh, Undertaker still seems to be kicking. Apparently, Undertaker attacks someone. Not very clear. Mankind is kind of deranged. He's a weirdo. I just thought of it while we were talking now, but I want to say that he kind of looks like he's the son of a Japanese salary man and a gimp. Like he just take take attributes from both, or if you will, Voldo from um, Soul Calibur. Um, little little insert there. So it, yeah, uh, fireworks announced the entrance of the Undertaker, which I thought was pretty cool, and it kind of we see it a bit later on as well, but it kind of reminded me of Super Sentai and Carbon Rider a bit because they love their pyrotechnics. Uh, It's very theatric. Um, As he comes in, the Death March is playing as he comes in. He's covered in black leather. It's just mad from the get-go. So they're fighting on top and the cage breaks. He threw Mankind down onto a desk. My next line is, This is crazy. Mankind looks like he's passed out But for some reason there's still 15 minutes left in the video So I know something else is coming Um, I said This is the point where we didn't realise That Undertaker wasn't faking His criminal history when he applied to be a wrestler Um Next is My next line is this shit is crazy Um, there's a heap of Thumb text sticking out of him And then my final line Is fucking hell And then I just, I didn't write any more down (laughs)
1: so you can you can kind of
0: track how i'm going with that fight like that was as crazy as crazy it was gonna get like i didn't think i'd see Mm -hmm. anything like that in wrestling yes this that was one of the
1: things that
0: sort of helped make
1: the attitude era it's where they've transitioned more away from uh, just straight wrestling and they've gone relied on more gimmicks and more blood and, like, more character development that sort of stuff. So, yeah, this this really helped make the Attitude Era into the hottest, um... the hottest period of wrestling, I think. Hottest man, the most popular, and Vince McMahon made the most money off this
0: era. Mm, Vince McMahon bought a new boat.
1: No, he bought a, um... A bunch into companies. He bought a company to try and take on the NFL. Yeah. The XFL.
0: I know, I know how that went, because you said he tried. Yeah, um, he tried to Shane, take it on. Yeah. Shane
2: McMahon wanted him to buy UFC, mm, and, yeah. and Vince McMahon didn't want
1: none of that.
0: I was like, no. But they actually hurt game. each other. I can't fight in that. real
1: fighting? <laughs> Uh guess how much money you lost on X F L Charles? Just a ballpark.
0: Yeah It's a okay. lot. A lot what? Fifty million dollars? Drams.
1: Dreams. Uh you're halfway there.
0: Hundred million bucks. <laughs> Hundred million dollars. That was completely Oof. unfounded, I had no idea. So what, X F L was actually an additional football league?
1: It was a yes, it was a rival football league, but he, he wanted people to gimmick up the the um the uh... the
0: players, so the players were more gimmicky. Fuck, I would have watched that. Players <laughs> on fucking spring boots in multi-ball. Multi-ball, multi-ball.
1: Yeah, but um, he also paid them like wrestlers too. So yeah, he didn't right pay them much, and they didn't have like uh, health insurance and stuff. So, um... yeah, it was pretty shitty. But um, yeah. Um. What else have we got to say about this match? This is a crazy match. I always remember this match, and don't think I've ever seen it live. But you've everyone's seen that match because you always see the most famous bits from it. Mm-hmm. And just rewatching it was like, okay, you can fully appreciate how insane it was, how high that cage is, and um, how far he fell.
2: Another thing, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's fine. I won't spoil it, but um. On that same night, mankind still had another. Well, there was another match that he interfered in that night too. So he, his night wasn't done after that match. <laughs> mankind still had to had stuff to do.
0: Yeah, but that's because he had a concussion and he was actually deranged and he got free and they <laughs> could not catch him. Mankind's got his fucking box of thumbtacks out again, guys! Run! <laughs>
1: Okay, let's go on to the technical match. Chris Jericho versus Triple H. Well, I should say Ripple H, as I like to call him. <laughs> at uh, loaded 2000. Oh, sorry, fully loaded 2000. Um, yeah, the storyline for this one was fairly simple. Chris Jericho pashed Stephanie McMahon, and they're fighting over it. Oh,
0: Come they're also fighting over We're not 18, we interns. don't use that word anymore. Uh, I'm sorry. I believe in this this Tumblr age that's considered statutory rape, actually. Fucking that's, mean. that's triggered me.
1: I <laughs> can <laughs> oh, okay, no. okay. So, what did you think of this match, Charles? It was the last okay. man standing match, so it went a bit longer. Oh. But what did you yep,
0: think? Yep, so I have a lot of notes for this one, so we'll get from the start. So, my first lo- note in f- capitals is fully loaded. So, this match was fully loaded. Uh, this rivalry was sealed with a kiss, I believe. Um, I believe the commentator said, as you kind of see, what's her name? Stephanie. Is that a name? Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Stephanie. Yep. Stephanie McMahon's really not having a great time. Um, I did mention that statutory rape as an opener. That's going to go well in today's audience. Um, we should the stink that face. That's how hard.
1: Like. We shouldn't. Yeah. Go on. Fucking.
0: Sting face, yeah. Stinkface is somebody's um, somebody's finishing move or a special move. I said that's a class act right there. No, uh, we-
1: wait, let me explain this because he showed the for the wrestling fans out there, they showed a clip where um, uh, Chris Jericho interfered in a match, which caused Triple H to get a Rikishi stink face. Or it might have been the other way around. But yeah, he's talking about a Rikishi. Um, what's that move called? Is it yes, called that's that's yeah. called
0: a rim job everywhere else.
2: <laughs> He'd hike up his undies and just plant his ass in their face. Do you remember do you remember a guy called Goldust Charles?
0: Yeah, I remember him from the sixty four game.
2: Yeah. His his finishing move was just to kick people in the nuts. <laughs> he would he would wrestle him, get him in the corner, and and just kick him in the nuts. And that was it. He didn't care about winning or losing. He's just like to kick people in the nuts. <laughs>
0: He's, fucking, ju- he's just a sex
1: criminal.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Well, his, yeah, his first gimmick was probably sex criminal. But, like, his... It uh, was, like, weird kink master, I think, was his first gimmick. But, yeah, that's BDSM. I love that move. Yeah, BDSM. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I love that move. He doesn't do it anymore. I know. he still wrestles. I kind of wish he would break that out now that he's a bit more heelish. They'll go back to that move. But, yeah, I think what, he's... What, the nut, the nut tap... If you see the move, you'll understand why it's kind of why it looks fairly interesting. But like, it's a pretty good like heel move you could do. You you wouldn't do it all the time like you used to, but you could probably (laughs) get get it out once in a while. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I hope you're wearing a cup, friend, because this is gonna hurt. So uh, carrying on, we get a glimpse at ye old sledgehammer comes out. Which I didn't really consider to be much when I seen it in the preview. Um, lots of blood these days compared to what we've seen just in the in the preview. And now I did ask Flocken because it didn't really seem very clear who was the good guy and who was the bad guy in this one. Do you want to tell him what you told me?
1: Uh, I said I think it's uh, Chris Jericho is the good guy because they're both they're both bad guys, but I think Chris. Chris Jericho is the good guy in this one I think it's it's hard to tell without watching the full the full build up because they both usually play heel, heel stuff well they're both usually heels
0: so now you guys should be having a um, having a flashback to Disney's Wreck-It Ralph with Zangief sitting in the villain circle and he's like just because you're a bad guy does not mean <laughs> you're a bad guy <laughs> okay so um Stephanie McMahon, okay. I've just got my notes here, let's get it, whatever, let's just get, uh, take that America, let's get a um, <laughs> small a bit of history about Stephanie McMahon from Flockin' or Dom, because I don't really know much about her, besides we figured out that she married Triple H at one point, and she's still fucking around today. Not in a literal sense. <laughs> Uh,
2: you want to take this down, or you want me to give a brief synopsis? Uh, I'll, I'll do what I can. Um, so Stephanie McMahon is the daughter of Vince McMahon, the owner of the company. Yep. Uh, she has a brother called Shane McMahon. Um, but she—I don't remember when she debuted, but her first her first match up with was Test. She was hanging around Test and dating Test. He's another wrestler from I back in the day. Had
0: dating right? Or really dating. I don't know. Uh
2: I think I think it was real. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um
0: How old would it, she have been at this point? Uh, legal. Okay. <laughs> Excellent descriptor. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> We know what was going on.
1: I think I think like eighteen or nineteen. It would have been very just
0: just there. Yeah. But, um, Same yeah, year so, that she joined Vince McMahon, put cameras everywhere.
2: Triple H, Triple H was sticking it to Mr. McMahon as he does, um,
0: and Miss McMahon apparently.
2: And then one, oh, yeah, test, test, and Stephanie were getting married. They had it all planned out on the ceremony. They were going to have it on Raw one night, and everything was happy. And Triple H, Triple H crashes the wedding and said, "Hey, you can't get married. You're already married." And he plays this thing on the Titantron, and it's him, his his drug Stephanie McMahon, and him and his boys drove to Vegas, got married in like one of those drive-through ones, and um, yeah, that's how it all started. They wouldn't, she wouldn't, like they wouldn't get divorced or anything, and it pretty much turned God, into she's got stock old family central. values. Then she's got she the was.
0: old family values. God, she won't get divorced. She pretty he much kidnapped she, me against she, she my came will. Came
2: around to him. It's pretty much Beauty and the Beast. Bad yeah. boys. He it kidnapped me, but now me I, I like bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: is that Stockholm Syndrome, or is it is a different kind of syndrome for that, I'm pretty sure? I think sure. that's the word.
1: Yeah, I think Stockholm. I they think do Stockholm do. is
0: if, you, if they're taking care yeah. of you, or is that you're if you're a prisoner? No,
1: hostage, <laughs> I think, Stockholm. Okay. Semantics, anyway. We're getting off topic.
0: That's yeah. oh, so, so important. How could you not show me this?
1: That wasn't the video. I was right, I would have
0: torn it to fucking pieces. <laughs> um, okay, so, did you want to mention anything else, Blockett? Or I'll keep going. Um, no, keep going. Okay, so, um, I did ask why is he called Triple H? And you kind of gave me a bit of backstory. His name's Hunter Hurst Hemsley. Um, he was kind of a rich rich boy. Is that it? Is that his name?
1: Yes, you got a yep. perfect in one
0: yeah, but I wrote it down, so I hope I did. <laughs> uh, um, I Yeah, you said he was kind of fancy boy, gone bad boy, and my note here is that his stage name's so dumb. Like, Triple H is better, but Hunter Hearst Hemsley is lame. Um, so, notes, additional notes. Effective use of camera angles in this fight. They seemed a lot better than last time, and maybe I just didn't notice them so much, but they kind of hiding the, um, hiding how everything connects now. Uh, the crowd... Do- they yeah, like it's to, better. These days
2: they like to fucking shake the camera and zoom in when they do oh, it. Oh,
0: yeah. That, that fucking it's, shits me whenever they do
1: It's so that annoying. That. Yeah. Triple H just strikes people and the camera shakes. Cuts, like cuts, off. cuts, 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 cuts.
0: So, the crowd don't seem particularly excited when he gets thrown into the barrier. Um what the hell is he talking about a rash for? One of the commentators started talking about a rash about something, and then the other commentator's like, what the hell are you talking about a rash for? And I'm like, yeah, I agree, that's dumb. Um, we argued he was wearing bandages, which I said I'm pretty sure that's near his stomach and his intestines, and fucking said, "No, nah, that's where your ribs are, but I disagree. Um, I did kind of see that Stephanie McMahon had that... Bloodthirsty, turned-on look that all women get when they see two men fight over them. I had that written down too. <laughs> ah, yes. I, uh, the, the when two men fight, uh...
2: and and your babe gives you that
0: look. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes into WrestleMania seventeen, <laughs> and chill, and she gives you that look.
1: That's that's kind of her resting face. Whenever they do that, like there's one, there's later on.
0: I'm surprised we didn't see a fucking thing of her licking her lips like jesus christ i think she did i think she did like <laughs> literally
1: wet her lips at one point
0: <laughs> Who's was gonna be the new bad boy who's gonna kidnap me to vegas this time um so there was a point where she came in and she slapped jericho and uh there was a big big connect there so she obviously knows how to slap people well enough their emotional damage and damage to his manly pride would have been pretty high after that he'll have to snort a lot of coke off a hooker's ass to recover correctly hopefully that hopefully the doctors gave him that advice um again i looked at the crowd and they seemed very bored and it kind of killed it for me like yeah they're just bored and Oh, hang on a minute. Stephanie with a man-eater look again. Yeah, just everybody biting your pants. Um, the referee doesn't take no guff from no one. There was a point where I think it was Jericho came off the ropes and Triple H had his knees up and he kind of looks like it, the move didn't go off correctly and he copped it copped it in the stomach. That looks like a hurt. Uh man again. Um... So, at one point, they're still fighting, and Jericho looks like he's been concussed. I believe it was after a sleeper hold. The way he's kind of stumbling around, he looks like he's concussed, although they're suggesting that he's been put to sleep and woken up. Again, the ref's got balls. Um, There was a point where Jericho was placed in between Triple H's Chun-Li-like iron thighs. Um, Another Nad shot, and there's a lot of blood. Um which we discussed, me and Flockin kind of talked about this in detail, and went back and had a look. Um, They're taking the monitors out of the desk, and nobody gives a shit. Yes, that's realistic. Uh, And then the submission hold, the girl came in and freed Triple H, and then he just puts her in a submission hold. That that made me laugh. And then the signature weapon comes out. It doesn't manage to do too much damage, but obviously it it kind of rings against the, um, the steel pole. And that is, um, yeah, that's to show. Like, try and emphasise if it's real or not. Uh, I haven't quite made up my mind how I feel about that, but that's all I've got. Like, I kind of kind of died off here because the action started to pick up a bit. But I think that was pretty close toward the end. Like, they smashed the commentator's desk at 1.2, which was just... That
1: was the ending. The ending was that they... Yeah, that's right. We only watched a this, hour, like, 20 course. minutes ago. you <laughs> <laughs> gone. And... They went through the table, and then... Go up for the last second. Uh, I, you, you said that the crowd wasn't into that match. I just want to do a rebuttal. That that match was a long match. I still think it's a classic match. But considering where it was on the card of that particular pay per view, like I could see people getting a bit tired of it. But I still think that so it was classic. Why it
0: was toward the end, or
1: it was the second last match on a loaded card on a fully loaded card. <laughs> So,
0: did you enjoy this match? Uh, not particularly. Like, I was kind of... At the start, it was very boring, obviously. It was pretty technical. I did like that they had Stephanie in there that was a bit of a distraction, but then I got sick of her eventually and laughed when she copped the submission hold. And otherwise, yeah, not... Like, compare this between the first match and this match, this can't hold it. I, I seen that match ages ago. And this can't hold a candle to that match. Well,
1: yeah. It's like you can argue that the first match wasn't really didn't have a lot of wrestling in it. low it had about three spots. spots. Maybe three or four spots, and that's yeah. about it. Whereas this this match was like a full match.
0: When so you say easy. spots?
1: Those are those like a, are a significant event moves. Yeah. So okay. that's like so one spot is where he goes through the table. Second spot is where he's choke slammed down. Third spot is probably the Thumbtacks. And fourth spot is, the, is the, um, the tombstone to end the match. So about four spots. Yeah. Very little wrestling in between, apart from, I think, striking and some, some other stuff. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to go back to that match when we're talking about the technical match. <laughs> but um, what did you think about this, Dom? Did you enjoy this match? Yeah, it's a good match.
2: Um, like I said, it's a very, very technical match. A lot of moves, a lot of a lot of blood. Um, I did notice the Spanish announce table was already broken. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: In in good fashion was broken. In 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 pay per views there's always multiple multiple announce Because they have a Spanish announce table for like the Spanish viewers. And that's normally the first table that gets busted.
0: Yeah, okay. So
2: when they need multiple announced desks, they just bring on multiple languages. Uh, right so they course. have more tables to bust. So like each different match could use needs a table.
0: That was a uh, plan, is what you're saying?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Like know, now, not really. They
0: always oh, have two now. Like
2: it- but now they're up to three. WrestleMania had three.
0: No, but they
1: always do that for Wrestlemania. I think they have a rotating... Because last year it wasn't... Like, this year it was Germans, last year it was French. I think they have another, oh, they have a third one.
2: It was, like, 50 other other languages just in the crowd.
1: Because I think they rotate them. I don't know. It might be based on, like, That's popularity racist. of the time. So, like, if the Russians are really popular, they'll put the Russians on there or something like that. Russians are always popular.
0: Can I just step in here um, We kind of, Me and Flokken talked about this But I kind of seemed like the crowd was bored And I asked Is there a lot of time Like Flokken said he hadn't been to one of these live But you had Dom Is there a lot of time in between matches Or is there a lot of time Where you're sitting there waiting for something to happen Um Not really it's, it's like... So it's a pretty solid show, like, you're not really sitting there for 10 to 15 minutes or longer waiting for something to happen. The there's a as well,
1: sorry. Like, you, I haven't been to one live, but these are all live pay-per-views, so like, there's not really, like, to say that, like, a house show, there might be some different stuff, but the live yeah. pay-per-view, but they run watch it all as it happens...
0: Yeah, but the live the live pay per view like there's like Dob said there's going to be ads and they're going to run TV spots and stuff. What are the crowd doing in that time?
2: Nothing. You, you normally just talk about the match.
0: Yeah. So I'd is there a, is there a point where you're sitting there for longer the, than ten minutes? The and the match is done.
2: done. The winner normally celebrates like yeah we won. He gets out of the ring, walks down like walks back up the ramp out the back, and then the guy who lost he's normally waits. He normally waits there like he's he's still injured and broken and then he sort of gets up and wanders back. Depending on, like, if he's a good guy or a bad guy, he'll get an applause or booze and stuff. And then the announcer will be like, the next match is blah, blah, blah versus blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it's pretty much a fluid. Unless there's, like, bits in between, sort of like, um, you know, someone wants to cut a promo or something like that. But, yeah, norm- yeah. normally... Used, it used to be, well, not anymore these days, but, like, the women's match was normally the, the break match. You go take a piss or something. <laughs> but, yeah, it's all pretty full-on. Right,
0: yeah. It's
1: pretty seamless. Like, they have a lot of video packages. So if you're not, there's... That's... So if,
2: that's when I went to my one, yeah. I didn't get a good seat, so I couldn't see the, the, the screen. I could just hear it. <laughs> that
1: was annoying. Um. Yeah, do you have anything more to say about this
2: match, Dom? Yeah, I got annoyed with the ref. He, <laughs> he didn't like him. He, It's Push a no him disqualification. Back. Not even that. Like he's like putting submissions on him and all that stuff. The ref is like, "Oh, come on, let him go, let him go." I was like, "No, it's a no disqualification You leave him like you're there to count to ten. That's it. You should not be touching him." Or I, I want a Triple H to fucking deck him just give him a we'll get a new ref out here who cares um, there's one spot I did when he, when Charles said he did the lion salt Triple H wasn't in the right spot that's why they. I reckon they fucked it up a bit because he was supposed to get the legs up but I don't think he got him in the right spot Triple H had to quickly slide like across the ring to get into the right spot um, what else we got this is there's a lot more lot more dick shots in Attitude <laughs> Era. Like everyone's just copping the low blows and all that sort of stuff. Um,
1: the classic moved on.
2: yeah. Uh, also like it's a no disqualifications match. Like when I when I used to play it on the sixty four and the PS two and all that. Like no disqualification. First thing you do is you get out of the ring. You look under the the apron grab like fucking chairs and fucking ladders and shit And you go to town on each other But they just sort of I think it was like a chair and like a sledgehammer And that was it
1: I don't know, that's just me You want it more? Yeah,
2: more
1: More, more gimmicks, a little bit more You want the trash can?
2: Yeah, good old, good old trash can Steel steps
1: too mm-hmm. I use the steel steps yeah, but not in the pick up and
2: clobber them with
1: it. No, but no one does that. Like no one did that spot really. Yeah, they did. I I don't think as much as you remember them doing as Maybe much as you would, yeah. like, you would do it in the '64. Yeah, like you did a lot more in the '64 because it was easier to get to get the steps than it was to fucking look under stuff. <laughs> so you, you were bored by choice. the steps. <laughs> you yeah. were bored by this match, where you Charles.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: A little bit. But the wrestling didn't, like the, the wrestling
0: didn't particularly entertain me. That, the blood, and that's because we talked about it, and then you actually explained it to me. Like, the blood, I heard the connect, and I seen he raised his arm, and I seen the cut, and I'm like, oh, yeah, cut. And then you explain, like, oh, there's a lot of blood. And there would have been one point where he took hidden razor and cut himself in the forehead and started, I believe the exact words you said was you cut yourself in the forehead and you will start bleeding like a stuck pig. So, that, and then I didn't notice it at all and because you specifically mentioned it, you're like, did you notice that? And I'm like, nah, I didn't see anything. And I went back and had a look at it a little bit after and I'm like, yeah, all I notice is there is a point in time where he's kind of got his hair down over his face and he's on the ground, and then there's a lot of time off, like a lot of camera time off him, mm-hmm. and that's it. So, like, that's uh, kind of, takes away the magic a little bit, but it's better because I actually understand it better. So I, I prefer that.
1: I didn't want to tell him how it worked. He made me tell him how it worked. And also, the term terminology is called as blading. And sorry to ruin any of the magic of any non-wrestling fans out there.
2: That's that's how they do. It. I think I didn't Sorry, know I didn't know it was fake until fucking till ages. One of my friends told me because there was one Triple H was like like right on the camera. The camera was on him as he did it, and he's got the blade, and you can see him like chuck it, like he's done it. He's got it, and he just chucks the blade out on the middle of the ring or something. And he showed me that, and I was like, it's like you just your heart just sort of like rips. And you're like, that's when it all breaks down. You're like, wrestling's fake. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: the day well, I like, became
1: a man. It's, it's like how how <laughs> visceral <man>. was that though? You know what I mean? It's quite like it was always a detractor of how like how visceral wrestling is. It's like, no, they bleed, they get hurt, but yeah, it's all worked. Santa Claus isn't real.
0: <laughs> I just put <laughs> that out there. But... As the day I become a man. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, have have we run the drill? Run the well dry on the technical match. Was there more? Do you have any notes? clocking? Not really. All all I have on that match is just. Um, yeah, I like tri- Triple H and Jericho. Two of my favorites. And why we watch this match?
2: I don't like Jericho with long hair.
1: You like uh de-evolved Jericho? Short hair, okay. Short hair and like long pants. Yeah. Yeah. He he looks weird with long hair. It looks too girly. Yeah, I didn't like him when it Because he, he pioneered the like man bun when he had it on, right? He yeah had, like yeah, the yeah, thing up the top.
0: Yeah, <laughs> now I yeah, I, was, I fucking hate him.
1: That was like twenty twenty years ago that he had that. Or like mm-hmm. probably eighteen years ago. But still, you know. Like I'm I'm warming up to his like I like him better when he looks more like uh HBK. Yeah, later in his career, where he isn't as bulky, he's more slimmed down. But like, um, I still love him. arrogant is great, real, uh, real professional Chris Jericho. And uh, who doesn't love Triple H? Charles, that's her Okay, very
0: accurate. It, so you don't? Definitely McMahon.
1: You reckon so you don't like really Triple H? But he's—they're designed to not be like though. Their heels. Well,
0: they're heels they're, yeah. they're, they're doing their job That's
1: right mm. So I guess that is, a, that is an so The wrestlers
0: team. that are trying to endear themselves to me Aren't doing their job I don't <coughs> like them either Alright? Nothing <laughs> Gonna go back and scour the audio <laughs> file after this I'll show you it doesn't edit shit
1: <laughs> Okay, let's go on to the gimmick match TLC match, Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian, one of my favourite matches ever, uh, WrestleMania X7 TLC, let's go, what did you think of this match, Charles? Did you like this one?
0: Okay, toward the start, I didn't really like it, because it was kind of boring and chaotic, couldn't really tell what was going on, I was trying to focus on too much stuff, there was too much going on, toward the end it was a bit better. I don't know if that's just because I become accustomed to it, or it just got crazier as uh, the point went on. I think an accurate description is that this became a circus. Like, this is a circus by the end of it. This was ridiculous. There was so much shit going on.
1: No, the correct terminology, it became a carnival.
0: Carnival. It's a carnival. I'll stick with circus.
1: They're all carnies,
0: That that kind of points to one of my points that I've got. So, Do you want me to go through, or do you want to say something first?
1: Go through, your point.
0: Okay, so, uh, wrestling boys match. The Hardy Boys are either wearing some kind of weird mesh top, or they're covered in a delightfully fine layer of hair all over their body. Um, Christian and Edge have got a real swagger going, and a pimp ass, one of swagger swaggering like a boss, the other one's got the pimp walk going. The Dudley Boys. The I think it was either you or the commentators mentioned something about old Big Papa Dudley. Um, I funny thing I noticed it coming in, and I'm like, okay, so these guys are supposed to be brothers. And Flockin's like, yeah, the half brothers. You got a problem with that? And then I took a closer <laughs> look at the screen, and one of them was black, and I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. I thought he just wasn't getting enough light, but he's all good. But yeah, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know who's racist. Yeah. Uh, that's um. not racist. That was a genuine mistake. Um, So, yeah, this was really chaotic at the start. I think I think it was the Dudley boys. that They're all like, well, at one point, they're just like, what's up? Which kind of places where in history this happened, if that was still kicking around. They still I put a that. note. Uh, <laughs> I thought, is this potentially the birth of the meme? Like, shit's coming out everywhere and people are repeating it. Um, so they're clearly getting ready for a picnic, there's ta- tables and chairs in the ring, you know, you line up some fairy lights up between the ladders on either side, it would just be a magical experience. Um, there's... To so, match, uh, electricity to that. That's a Japanese yeah. match for sure. Get the fluorescent light bulbs. Sorry, go on. <laughs> there's a huge, apparently there's a huge construction industry in Dudleyville, which is... The hometown of the Dudley boys and Big Papa Dudley. And then I, uh, I think I stumbled onto some some of my own match trivia. I don't know how accurate it is, but I, I actually figured out that Big Papa Dudley always claimed that he was clairvoyant. He knew his boys would one day need to wrestle together, and that um, sometimes they'd need a, a young redneck to come in and save him. So he had sex with women of varying races <laughs> in different trailer parks.
1: That's what he told their
0: mothers anyways. That's what he told their mothers anyway. Do you want to know
1: the actual story behind Papa Dudley? Do you want to actually know uh, that? Because sure. I know a bit of it.
0: Cause it's... I, I like my story better. He's I a traveling salesman. He's a traveling salesman. Oh, fuck, that's pretty good too. <laughs> that's, that's, that was the point of it.
1: Yes, and he was just a very, um, very uh, promiscuous traveling salesman. <laughs> was the backstory in the town of Dudleyville. Which he owned, I think. So he, he didn't travel a lot. No, well, it was... Okay, so the Dudley boys are from another another wrestling promotion before they were WWE, where they developed these characters called ECW, which we'll be visiting later, because it's one of my favourite promotions. Um, you'll see why when we watch it. But, um, no, it was, it was a stable, so they would have a lot of wrestlers who worked kind of well together, and they would just call them Dudleys, and they would work together. And they okay, got to the so point where t- those were the two best.
2: For those who don't know what a stable is, it's when Sorry. more than two wrestlers are in a group together. So it could be three, four, five, all, all part of the same team. It's called a stable.
0: Like where you used to park your horses in the olden days. And that was a barn. <laughs> stable. I was thinking of the stable. Okay, so that, that makes a bit more Jesus sense. Jesus slept. Yeah. So they That's had, um, major.
1: they had Devon Dudley, they had Bubba Dudley, they had Spike Dudley, uh, Big Dick Dudley, and <laughs> I think there was one more. AKA <laughs> okay, Papa
0: Dudley, apparently.
1: Um, I forget the last, I think there was, there might have been two more. There was always, like, a good couple of Dudleys. But yeah. Those are
0: some I of do like the Travelling Salesman riff, that was pretty good. Um, So yeah, uh, all of a sudden the rhino appears. Who the fuck is this guy? I had no idea what was going on. Like he's, I thought it was funny when rhino. the the, the no Joe Marvel Dirt of the, the the Joe Dirt of the Dudley Brothers appears, and I like that. And then the rhino came in. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then, but his name made sense because I'm pretty sure I seen him charged like three times, like the Marvel Rhino. Um, uh, that's then, called
1: Goring as well. That's his signature move, which was a Goring. Which was a um, they called it a spear, spear tackle. Uh, no, they called it. That was how he called it. It was goring. Yeah, it's like rhino. Is he probably
0: goal. is he probably miss, missing like the uh, essential part to a gore, which is like a horn or something to something to drive into his opponent? Uh, to actually, no. Go to I always, I always, always was liked that. He did it. Yeah,
1: I always liked that as a character building thing.
0: But go on. It looked good. Get it on, looked I'm good saying. when he put someone up against it, and then like. Rammed him in between, like put the the table in between him and the the pole, and rammed him into it. I thought that was pretty good. So uh, the next point, um, I don't remember a name, but we seen her running in, and I said I thought it was a malfunctioning sports bra. Uh, then a minute later, I seen that there was a whale tail to rival Moby Dick, and all of a sudden I understood. Um, um, now we'll what was the name later. One, Leader, of the, there you
1: go. one of the best women's wrestlers. Be- definitely best of the time. Mm. I don't know how yep, she'll so... qualify today, but um, do, did you notice how she did that Hurricane Runner on Rhino?
0: Was that like where she did the flip around on him?
1: Yeah.
2: With legs on the head. Yeah, I noticed that. I thought that was pretty <laughs> impressive. But then yeah, she so fucking invalidated so really...
0: it all by ripping her shirt off and throwing it into the crowd. <laughs> All of, a, all of a sudden my teenage self, self Just appreciates wrestling a little bit more And of course The crowd went wow when she took a top off So she, obviously we can Understand the key demographics of the crowd Who might be in the crowd Who's, who's come to see this specific match And for what reasons
1: Definitely the attitude era yes It was yeah, all sex it, and violence in the attitude era all, well, It was like
2: Vince McMahon hiring hot ladies To come and Appeal to him <laughs> Yeah. We call we satisfying. call this
0: the Vince the Vince McMahon divorce era.
2: The horning Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah.
0: The advent of Viagra McMahon.
2: You know there was what was it? It was like a storyline where Vince McMahon would drug his wife <laughs> and then just go Mac on Trish Stratus.
1: That was the X seven storyline too. That was this paper view. Oh was it? That like, was later in the paper view. That's
2: a whole different story.
0: That <laughs> zombie
1: Linda McMahon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Good times
0: Okay so there was a couple of points Toward the end Where they would climb up the ladder, ladders And then actually hang down from the belts Which made me laugh Because it looked humorous um, Like you know Ye, ye old fucking tightrope walkers and, Well not tightrope walkers Trapeze artists or whatever they're called There was a point where I think it was one of the Hardy boys Was trying to walk across the ladders. Yes, I And I could see what was going to happen, and I was just laughing from as soon as he started doing it, and the fucking three ladders all came down. Um, I have a line here that says, This is becoming closer and closer to a circus the further toward the end of this match they get. And then there's something about twenty feet above the ring when somebody jumps off the middle of a ladder, and I said, oh, "Hang on a se- hang on a second now, partner, because I'm pretty sure that dude was wearing a Texas hat, so he's my he's partner. pardner, P-A-R-D-N-E-R, pardner." What? Well, That's uh, it? Yeah.
1: That that was Edge as well.
0: We did that. Yeah, that was Edge he- who jumped off the mid mid ladder. Yes, and he did And enjoy he yanked that. another dude off.
1: He didn't enjoy the Bubba ray and. Um, Jeff Hardy into the tables either which that was crazy that
0: was not going to lie I might have been typing up my Big Papa Dudley story when that was happening so
1: <laughs> Jesus you missed like one of the best spots in that entire match
0: I was wondering when they were going to do something with that because they said they did ye olde construction uh, you, you fucking lied me you
1: said like oh, I'm, I'm just jack of it now I'm fucking <laughs> I've, I've seen it I've seen all this match has to offer and you miss one of the biggest
0: spots. Fuck you. <laughs> I knew you were lying. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, oh, I watched it on the replay. I wasn't that impressed. <laughs> did they really catch it? Did they catch it well in the camera? I don't think they really did. Yes.
1: It was a crazy did dumb. They? Was that a good yeah, spot? That yeah. was nah, fucking insane. Crazy. You never see people go two tables high anymore. Never. Be. When? Kevin Owens. Dean Ambrose standing mm. yeah was that t- two tables high yep mm. i have to rewatch that i don't remember that they threw them both mm. from the i love that though
2: yeah um but to be fair that was just getting pushed, pushed yeah through. there was no ladders involved there was no
1: momentum mm. but still it's a it's a good spot, is all I'm saying. I did They, they deserve now. that because they want to fucking hurt themselves on that spot. They had a lot of potential to fucking cane themselves on that spot. What about Jeff Hardy nailing um, Spike Dudley and
2: bomb. He he jumped a little bit too far. He missed the first table. He absolutely fucked
1: over Spike Dudley. You <laughs> can see it on the replay. <laughs> it's fucking just smash, when he none of it. None of it. Yeah, he just fucking flops over on the <laughs> end, on the end to try and look like he copped some. Like, ugh well, that's meth for you. But anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, did, <laughs> so did you
1: enjoy that? Well, that's the famous thing for the Hardy Boys nowadays. Just, just Jeff,
0: isn't it? What they do, meth.
1: Ah, uh, they're they're both not well. That's all I'm gonna say. They're, they're battling bad. demons. Was that dumb? I think Jeff's a lot better than Matt. Yeah. I think they're both pretty fucked up. But anyway. Because I remember seeing, like, a whole video of them where they're just, like, fucked up in a Denny's. And they're just <laughs> raving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I start the Attitude error. But, um, yeah. Did So, did you like this match? Did I ask this before? I'm going to ask it again. Did you like this match?
0: Yeah. This match was... You Kinda sounded chaotic. gleeful when we were watching it
1: You sounded gleeful
0: Because it was ridiculous
1: Is that not a fucking enjoyment In your book It's no. being gleeful while you watch this It
0: sounded gleeful But it was ridiculous
1: yeah. What about you Dom? Did you like this match?
2: I did It's It's, it's a good match full of high risk spots so
0: what well, I will say, like this match, it's probably like out of this week, Undertaker takes the top spot, then this match, then the Triple H one, but probably it's been more entertaining than most of what we've watched. It'd be in the top four or five, easy. Do you
1: see the evolution from the past hours. Yeah, because well, we
0: everything a TRC, everything's man. getting a, everything's right. getting a bit tighter. Like, the camera work is getting better. at are more production values getting into it. Things are different now than how they used to be. Like, I imagine there's more of these gimmicks going on. Like, these gimmicks, you watch how the crowd reacted compared to the Triple H match. The crowd was gone ballistic. The other one, the crowd was not doing much at all it's it's
1: it's hard for you to gauge that when you watch one in a series of pay-per-views, mm-hmm. when there's sort of like, this one was Wrestlemania and this one was very this was probably the most popular Wrestlemania of all time, so like the crowd, especially the main event the crowd was, was in for it for the entire thing, whereas you just watched a line more of a mid-pay-per-view that doesn't have really any special significance, and you caught it on the second last match so to say, like, the crowd wasn't... But these are, these are
0: the matches that you really enjoyed, though, for whatever reason. So it was a gimmick match, or it was a technical match, or it was a crazy, like, you enjoyed it for well, whatever reason.
1: These ones, no, I I picked the Chris Jericho and Triple H one because they're two very good technical wrestlers, and I enjoy them both. I hadn't seen that match before. I had seen TLC, Hardy Boys, and I had seen the King of the Ring match. But I wanted to, I wanted to get a good technical match with fairly with wrestlers I liked in their prime and um that had some good good uh reviews behind them some groundswell swell of those with some good matches that's why I picked that one
0: mm-hmm
1: mm. next next week is all my matches all the way by the way <laughs> yeah but um yeah, so so you like this more. So the takeaway from this is you like this more than last time we did this on a whole. Yeah, it well, this was a better is experience a, on a whole.
0: This was a more it, it, hmm, it was a more entertaining match. Just say yes. Than you the last bastard. no, just no. admit it and say yes. <laughs> this was this was more entertaining than the last lead match. Would I touch this with the ten foot pole if you weren't making me watch it no not even close
1: what about so the best match overall that out of the what the nine that we've seen so far is the undertaker kind yeah, yeah so the,
0: that's the best do you know match. do you know why because, because, because it was, was fucking insane yes, that's why mm. because it was fucking insane so, so yes
1: yeah. So, do you have more appreciation for what they do now? How dangerous? I will,
0: I will say that. I will say initially I didn't think of them as more than like oiled, oiled up actors that took a lot of steroids. Now I'm leaning more towards uh, they're kind of a stunt actor, a big muscly stunt actor. So, what they do requires probably a bit of training and a lot of practice. Um,. But they're still performers, and it's a performance that they're putting on, in my yes, eyes. Yes,
1: and we, we haven't, we, we've it's never disgusting. disputed that fact.
0: No, not <laughs> quite. You've referred to them as athletes, I don't I said athletes. that they have
1: to be athletic as well, and I think this is going to get, we're going to really hammer this point home with Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar next week. I think we're going to wait for them, oh. and we're going to really have out this discussion.
0: What I'm remembering is you said that they're athletes. You've referred to them as athletes before. I said they I can refer be athletes. To them they, perform- are performers as actors, stunt actors. They're performers. What, they're, would they? Would they not be doing some kind of stunt? Stunt work. I said they're performers. Or they would have. Hang on, I'm asking a question. Would they have done stunt work, or they've come from come from a stunt job, or something like that? No, that seems like a wrestlers. natural progression for me.
1: No, they usually take from athletes. They usually take from other from actual Olympic style wrestling. They don't recruit from stuntmen; they recruit from athletes. Have done for about twenty years
0: now. Yeah, but twenty years now and twenty years back then, what has the? Okay, maybe the scene maybe changed? I, well, I even more, even more so. It just reinforces well, no, what sorry. I'm saying. Hasn't the scene changed a lot? Sorry, I meant
1: athletes from other sports, probably for 20 years. They've always recruited actual wrestlers to do pro wrestling. That's always been a thing. But probably about 20 years ago, with some of the, they started recruiting like Mark Henry, who was a weightlifter. uh, who else? They they do it more recently where they've been recruiting a lot of uh, football stars. I can't name them off the top of my head. Can you name one of them off the top of your head that was a football star, Dom? Uh, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Um, what's his name? Uh, um,
2: actually, Vince McMahon used to like a lot of bodybuilders. He's He miss McMahon. He likes muscles. He likes big, uh, muscly men. And I forgot just, about he, that. Teach him wrestling moves. Um, what's his name? Lashley. I can't remember. Was he, he was yeah,
1: shooting. Bobby Lashley. There yeah, was. The there was also. He was um, the oily black dude. I've yeah, forgotten yeah. who it fucking was. It was um, Lex Luger. That's how I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a professional. Um, bodybuilder. Yeah, bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They they don't recruit from, they haven't recruited from. I don't, I can't name one off the top of my head who's been a stuntman into the and transitioned into a wrestler. But I know a lot of athletes who have transitioned into wrestling. So I they think- didn't. I didn't mention uh, Kurt Angle, who we'll talk about next week. But yeah. So what was the rest of your point, Charles?
0: I consider them stunt actors. They are. Agree. They're performers,
1: but they also have... They're also athletic.
0: That's your opinion? <laughs> uh well, no. To say they're athletic, yes, but I do not consider them athletes. i not okay. saying that. Well,
1: yeah. Flock, we'll and set next Flock and it. Flock and it. We'll get into this next week. Last thing... um, which we also had as a possible addition Is the uh, wedding of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon One of the most iconic um, Is it cool wedding, it? it's, it? it's not really a wedding
2: It's a renewal of their vows Yeah, it was still Because they got
1: married in Vegas <laughs> Yeah, but it was
2: A memorable married spot brains. One
1: of yeah. the most memorable rules ever uh, Me and Dom watched it Charles didn't want to watch it As we've previously stated uh, what do you think the wedding, though? You got notes for that?
2: Uh, it's an episode of Days of Our Lives.
1: <laughs> it, did you see the bit where Vince McMahon checks out Stephanie McMahon's rack? Uh, please. I was checking out Stephanie McMahon's rack. <laughs> Everyone was checking out. There's, there was one scene, like, uh,
2: when they're at the oh, altar, and, like, Triple H is just, like, giving Stephanie this look, but you could just totally see him just looking... Straight down <laughs> oh, Like it's To give you the gist of it Charles They're getting married Stephanie's pregnant um, Of she is But then Linda McMahon Vince McMahon's mm-hmm. wife Sends him a FedEx tape Big emphasis on it was FedEx It was through FedEx FedEx guy delivered it And he watches the tape Gotta get that like,
0: product placement
2: Yeah You know that doctor that was with Stephanie? Oh, he's an actor. He's on this... It's like a travel commercial or something. And it was so good because, like, you see Triple H watching it. He's like, oh, what's this? And then the camera starts zooming in on his face. And then he's, like, he's realized, oh, that guy's an actor. And his face, his facial emotions are running wild. (laughs) It's so (laughs) crap. And then the big moment comes. Oh. First What was it First she's in a slutty dress A slutty wedding dress <laughs> It's just like Cut V-cut Right down to like Into belly button Almost yeah. yeah And um Yeah Vince McMahon walks in and He's like Alright I'll walk you down the aisle And then they go out there First Triple H comes out To his they, music They
1: reconcile Cause they were
2: feuding um, before Yeah and then some guy comes in to interrupt. He's like, "Get out of here, goddammit! I'm reconciling with my daughter." <laughs> and, so and then like, comes out to his music, and then and then Vince and Stephanie come out, and then I skipped the song. I didn't listen to that. Some nah, gay I skipped couple. It that was like twenty minutes.
1: Something.
2: I know, right? And um, they're like. They've written their own vows together and all this shit And Stephanie goes on about this long Stupid speech And then Triple H is just like
1: You also miss the best part That they're being booed up the whole time
2: Oh the what The what chance? The good yeah. old what chance? What? Mr. What? Big Mac um, <laughs> right, To explain the what chance, <laughs> Stone You know Stone Cold Steve Austin Yep he had this brilliant idea that in the middle of his promos, oh no, was it? He would just ask people what. Like it would just they be, cutting,
1: yeah, people
2: cutting promos on him, and he would just interrupt him with like, "What?
1: What? And what?" it got to the point where the crowd's picking it up at this the point. The Cart started
2: doing it too. So every time there's like, if somebody says something and there's a there's a break, you'll just hear the crowd go, "What?" And it, it still happens to this day.
1: That happened when the minister was doing the like vows or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. So long story short, uh, Triple H just basically just calls her a lying bitch because the whole the whole thing was it's basically she faked her pregnancy in order to marry him again, yeah. and that that's the big crescendo where he calls her a bitch. He triple. Good e.
0: old timey <laughs> family values. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> He then pedigrees Vince McMahon.
2: First, Mr. McMahon lays haze on his suit.
1: He's like, you he touched my suit.
2: Oh, well, first of all, Mr. McMahon misses his cue. He he goes early. He goes to jump early. He does not on his knees, too. It's horrible. Yeah. And like the, the commentator's like, oh, he's trying to get out of it. And I was like, he's not trying to get out of it. He fucked it up. <laughs> and then he just pushes Stephanie...
1: Which was a little bit of a letdown. Well, that's that's how good a heel Stephanie McMahon is that a whole crowd is like braying for someone to hit her. That's <laughs> always been a thing with Stephanie McMahon. She's she's unpopular enough that people want to see other people smack her in the face. <laughs> her entire thing, which is crazy when you go down to it. when you deconstruct it, it's fucking insane. But um, yeah, that's what you missed out, Charles, because you're. Hard to work
2: with. I don't know. <laughs> but, um... the Shawn Michaels of this <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Wrestling humor. Something that Charles doesn't understand. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we'll go into the wrap-up. Um, thank you all for listening to, uh, Tug of War. I... It's funny that we've been doing this. I feel like I want to change up the format a bit, and I'm just warning the listeners that currently we've gone towards a bit more of a... Uh, we're kind of turning into a review show, and that's not what we signed up for. I want to go back to arguing, and I think next week will be a return to form, and that's all I want to say, I'll say I think the short of this is that Flocken actually
0: listened... I think the short of this is that Flocken actually probably listened back to an episode, a Carbon Rider episode, and realized he wasn't being angry enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just laid too much shit out on the wrestling floor, and he hasn't been getting enough back. So, no, yeah. I I feel like we're
1: transitioning more towards a review show, which I never thought that we would should have started. So I want to go back to the fucking arguing and the the points, the shouting. I think that's where our true true love lies. I think that's where we should go. But yeah, look look
0: what forward what to that. do you like? Let us know what you like if you like us talking and discussing it in a civil and um a civil and responsible manner or if you want us to go back to being barbaric and making yeah. sex jokes about the wrestlers then please let us know. If, if any plus to say, plus yeah. ones for Dom's racism, please somebody say it because it was so hilarious. Yes. Fucking yeah, was I could like be more racist, Flocken, Fucking stomach oh, was doing backflips the whole time.
2: Fucking would not edit straight away. It's like, cut the bleep it out. I'm sorry that I do want to alienate potential. No, I actually them. went and found a clip of Beery the Kid, too.
0: <laughs> it's his new <no> ringtone.
1: <laughs> okay, um, also, we've planned out the matches. <laughs> so, uh, you're going know, to let me go? So, next it's... week is going to be the Ruthless Aggression Era. Uh, The iconic match, so we're changing up the format. No longer we're going to bullshit you by telling you with our self-made music. Uh, So next week is the iconic match, is John Cena versus RVD at ECW One Night Stand. Uh, Technical match, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 21. And the gimmick match, Mick Foley, okay, Mankind for you, Charles, versus Edge, uh, who we saw today as well. Uh, on a hardcore match at WrestleMania 22. And possibly we're going to also watch the Punjabi prison match. Because that See, makes me laugh. Racist.
2: WWE's racist.
0: <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to finding out what the fuck John Cena is all about because he's all over the internet and I just don't get it. But then I remembered I have to watch wrestling, so yeah, maybe not. For. Uh... Carmen Rider inserts. We're probably gonna take a break from Ghost. Maybe you might watch an episode or two, but we'll do our Hulk Hogan versus Hongo special. Um we're gonna watch an episode of Carmen Rider Amazons. Maybe if the second one's come out we'll watch that too. And did you did either of you two watch the trailer? I know Flocken did. Did you watch I it did. Dom? Or you yes. did. Yep. So we'll talk about that next time and then um yeah, that's probably... We'll probably try and squeeze an episode of Ghost in there. I don't know. I'm clearly not planned for it as much as Flocken was. <laughs> I have been begging him to get some lists down for weeks, though, so...
1: So, it swings and roundabouts, people. But, uh... Anyway, um, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you on the flip side. I don't End. get it. Uh, End it now. <laughs>
0: cut the tape
2: (laughs) cut it when I say flip side it'll
0: seem cooler (laughs) okay